the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As we saw last time on Truth For Today, it's a pass-fail question. What must I do to be saved? We have the answer for you from Scripture next, here on Truth For Today. One of the greatest questions ever asked here in Scripture What must I do to be saved? It's a question we can find in Acts chapter 16 and verse 30, and it is the subject of our time together today here on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church in Hercules. It's life's greatest question. What must I do to be saved? Answers are forthwith. Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. I'm afraid that when we preach on man's losses, we say the preacher is hard, he's gone to barbaric hellfire preaching, that he, uh, he's not current, doesn't he know that uh, uh, we need something softer, soothing? You must come to see yourself as a guilty sinner before you'll ever be saved. And I don't care if you're a preacher's kid, a deacon's kid. I don't care if you've been raised on the pew. You are a sinner worthy of God's wrath. That is the biblical view of God. He's not impressed with your low-down sin. It offends him. You don't nail a Savior on the cross when you're not taking the crime seriously. We are guilty before God. And that is exactly what Romans says. But in the church today, we're no longer telling anybody, you're a sinner. You're wrong. You're in rebellion against God. You cannot have the blessing of God until there's a change in you. You're guilty. Where are you going to get a pardon? A man that's already been indicted and the indictment has been proved to be valid needs either a good lawyer or a good payment. And that's where the good news comes in. The good news is good news to somebody who knows they're condemned, they're lost. I don't need good news, maybe. You know, I see people come to church. I come to, why do you come to church? I want a better marriage. You can have a good marriage and go to hell. Well, I come to the church. I used to hear guys tell me, I go to church to find a good woman. You might marry a good woman and still go to hell. Uh, well, I come to church because it, it's a nice social life. Do you ever acknowledge you're a sinner and that you're guilty and you need a great Savior and you're wanting to discover the mercy and grace of God that can pardon us of our sins and give us a righteous standing before God? This is the gospel, that guilty people can be pardoned through Christ. And when we're pardoned through Christ, He changes our life forever. Now, What do you have to do to be saved? I want to start with a concept I never did use before because I trained and read under a mentor that used to say 
if you ever add anything to believe to be saved, it was works salvation. But uh, he was mistaken. As I look at the Bible, I see there's an element that we forget to talk about. Look at Acts 26, 20. Acts 26, 20. What must you do to be saved? First, first thing. This concept goes along with faith. Faith is on one side of the coin, and this concept we look at is on the other side. So they go right together with faith. But look at what it says. Paul preaching to King Agrippa, tells about being in Damascus, and he preached to them in verse 20, I preached that they should repent and turn to God and prove their repentance by their deeds. He's preaching to Agrippa in chapter 26, verse 20, of how you can be saved. You must repent, turn, repent towards God, and it's also repentance towards sin. Turn to God and live a life that proves you've repented. And this word repentance is used in the ministry of Christ. He said, repent and believe the gospel in Mark 1.15. The rich man in hell said, would you not send back someone to preach to my brothers that they might repent? The goodness of God leads to repentance. 2 Peter 3, 9, he said, I wish all would come to repentance. It's a term used to describe salvation. It's not only the word believe, but repentance. What does that mean? Repentance means I've been convinced of my guilt and my sin, and I'm willing to turn from idols. I'm willing to turn from sin. I'm willing to leave the hog pen, and I'm coming to Christ. I'm coming to God. I also repent of my hostility toward God. I repent before I was a believer. I was an enemy of God in thought and deed. I rejected his son. I rejected his precepts. My definition under God was I was a rebel. I was a sinner. When God works on your heart to save you, you repent. You change your mind and you change your actions. You turn to the God you hated. You turn to the God you rejected. You turn to the God you had no time for. God now becomes the focus of your attention. You've turned your back on sin. You've gone to Christ. Talked with a young man today. He said, hey, having trouble. Uh, I've come to Christ, but I've got old things in the old life. What do I do? I said, turn your back on them. That's why many times when you come to Christ, you lose all your close friends. Sometimes you lose family for a while. Many people lose their family when they're baptized. And Jesus never did say it would be easy to be his follower. Pick up your cross. A cross meant death. Count the cost. Jesus never made it easy to be his follower. Never. Count the cost. Put your hand to the plow. Don't look back. A cross might mean death to you. I'm going to the cross, but you will go to hell if you don't follow me. But it, to follow me means many times suffering and alienation in this world. He never plays down. Many times we tell people, accept Christ and everything will be great. I was in a testimony service one time. A guy got up and he said, you know, I was always told it would get great when I become a believer. But I got to say, it's like all hell broke loose. 
John Taylor, Livermore, got up. He said, since I've been a believer, everything seems to be going against me. Man, the people, the guys I drank with, the crowd I ran with, I don't seem to be a hit anymore. You're not. Because that party crowd would say, uh, what's done happened to you? And a lot of times a marriage partner would say, once you get saved, they'll say, you used to be fun. And by that, that means it was easy to sin with you. We were partners in crime. You used to be the best gal in the world at the bar. Now you don't want to go to the bar. You used to be just as good on the dance floor as everybody else. It was just as big a flirt as everybody else. And man, you were, now I just got this faithful wife I'm stuck with. You don't get drunk with me anymore. You don't raise Cain anymore. What am I going to do with you? Man, you don't even kiss like you used to. Oh, that doesn't change. You can keep your kids. Christians know how to kiss. We've got kids running all over this church. Don't tell me. <laughs> yes. Let's not get too carried away here. Your love life is one of the feasts of life. God said he gave it to rich men and poor men alike. A loving mate. God invented sex. We better enjoy it. Christians ought to enjoy it the most. Because we don't have all the guilt and all the garbage that goes with a sinful life. We can just enjoy it as God's gift. And all the men said, Amen. Come on, I didn't even hear the men. I don't know why. I, that's not in my notes. <laughs> Carolyn says, I always get nervous when you get away from your notes. That's why I don't let her see them. But repentance is leaving something and coming to someone. Believing. And believing Christ is three things. I say it often because most people don't know what faith is. Faith is three things. It is knowledge. We believe the right thing. We have the right knowledge. We must know who Christ is. What he did. He's the object of our faith. You must know that. That's a part of one. It's a tripart of faith. The second thing is assent. Assent. This is the way the old theologians have stated. And assent is emotional adherence to this knowledge. I emotionally, I believe these facts to be true. They ring with me. They've been made real to me. And the third part is I trust them. And we really don't trust facts, ultimately. We trust in a person. The facts about the person bring us to the person. Being a Christian is coming to know Jesus. Walking with a person, not walking with a doctrinal statement. Not walking with just a, a mathematical formula of right answers. It's being introduced to the Son of God and having His life come into you. It's a personal, living, eternal relationship. It's not just a little church doctrine. Now don't tell me that this Bible says you come to know Jesus and it won't affect you in every area of your life. No one ever came in contact with him. And said they knew him that weren't changed. 
Judas was a liar all the time. John 12 said he pilfered the bag all the time. He was always a thief. He was always a devil. He never was a real follower of Christ. He was in it for the money and the prestige. But when he got in the shadows of the cross, he made his break. When it cost me something to know this man, I'm going to show I'm a devil at heart. What would it take for you to flee Christ? Do you know him well enough to own him tomorrow morning? Do you know him well enough that you can't deny him because he's changed you? Have you repented of sin? Have you received him by faith? I know, I assent, I trust kind of faith. According to Romans, when that happens, you believe on him with all your heart and you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. If you were a reader of theological material, and many of you have not even known of a debate, except John MacArthur has been in the middle of it, there's a debate that goes on when you receive Jesus Christ as Savior, does he have to be Lord? I kind of like what uh, Acts 16.31, believe on the Lord, Master, Jesus, Hosea, Joshua, Christos, Kyrios, Yeshua, Christos. Believe in one who is Lord, one is Jesus, one who is the anointed of God. Listen to what one says. Jesus is Lord. And those who refuse him as Lord cannot use him as Savior. Everyone who receives him must surrender to his authority. For to say we receive Christ when in fact we reject his right to reign over us is utter absurdity. To say you know him and remain in sin makes you a liar. John 1. This new birth changes people. Turns your life around. Homosexuals finally see the chains broken. Drug addicts see the chains broken. Immoral women get morals. Filthy mouths become testimony mouths. When the Great Awakening swept New England under Jonathan Edwards and George Whitfield, people be walking in the streets and Sense the wrath of God, fall on their knees, cry out to God, then go home and break down stills, pay past debts, quit living with a mistress. This gospel has taken alcohol out of many a home and put milk in the bottle. This gospel's made many a fallen woman find a virtue in Christ she never had before. I am here to tell you the gospel I preach. It is a gospel that changes liars into honest people. It changes the immoral into the moral. It changes you not into a religious Pharisee. It changes you into a changed life. Can the leopard change his spots? No, the leopard cannot, but God can. Can a rich man enter the kingdom of heaven? It is impossible for it to happen on his own. But with God, all things are possible. Can the wavered, can the twisted, can the downtrodden, could you ever be saved? Your testimony, yes, 
He could save the vilest of sinners, for he saved me. I love what Paul said. The chiefest of sinners has already been saved. For he said, I am the chief of sinners. Nobody's been a greater sinner, Paul said, than me. And he saved me. Are you born again? Do you love Jesus enough to obey him? If you love me, you'll obey what I said, John 14, 13 says. So I, 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 I don't like to obey. I can't do this Bible. I know why you can't do it. You don't know him. How can you say that? Because my sheep hear me. And my sheep follow me. My sheep hear me. But, but you don't know. what uh, This has been a favorite sin. Don't tell me about it. I'm a sinner by nature. I've got full-fledged rights of being a sinner. You don't want to know about the Howard family tree. There's some folks back there I'm glad I never met. I, I used to always romanticize Oklahoma. and thought everybody in Oklahoma carried a Bible. My dad one day just kind of gripped me, looked and said, Son, don't be deceived about Oklahoma. Why do you think Jesse James hid there? Why do you think Bonnie and Clyde hid there? Why do you think there were so many moonshiners, so many drunks, so many mines? We needed God desperately, and those hills weren't full of God. The women went to church, not the men. The men were too busy playing poker. Drinking, the only pleasures they found in a hard agrarian culture was to get drunk. But God came through there in schoolhouse meetings and old Methodist circuit riding preachers and holiness people that would go back where it was dangerous. So we didn't know God. Somebody rode on horses to bring us good news in schoolhouse meetings. And my old grandma met God. That's what the differences. What changes have happened in your life since you took Jesus as your Savior? What must I do to be saved? I'm afraid there's a thousand answers, but unless you have God's answer, repent of your sins, run to Christ. Receive Christ by believing that He died for you. Believing in His person, that He came that he didn't die because he didn't love you. He died to pay for your guilt and your shame and your sins. You desperately need forgiveness. And then confess that he is Lord and believe it in your heart with all of your being. And then you've done the only thing you can do and it not be called works. For if it were works, it would not be grace. But because it's of grace, believing isn't called a work. It's a gift of God. Did you know God even enables you to repent? God enables you to believe. So it's all of grace. It's not something you could do on your own anyway. And if you're here today, I must say this, and I don't care. I'm sorry if it bothers. You can't even believe this message unless you ask God to help you believe it. Because God doesn't owe you the enlightenment in order that you may reject it. God will withhold truth to those who do not respond to the truth they have. And if you've never asked, say, God, I want to know Christ. 
I want to know what being a Christian is. I don't know. I can't live it. I don't understand. Have you ever asked him? Open my eyes. The natural man does not welcome the things of God, neither can he, for they are foolishly, foolishness to him. They're spiritually discerned. Ask God to save you. He wants to. If you want to know, the Father says, I can make you come. I can draw you. I can make you come. I am amazed that God sends us an invitation to the party. He sent out for a great wedding feast for his son, and he sent out to invite people to it, and they offered, well, I bought a piece of property, I bought some oxen, I'm getting married. And after a while, he said, give up on those, go to those in the byways and the pathways and tell them to come. God wants you to come to his party to celebrate his son. I used to be afraid I might miss my day of salvation as a kid. When I would reject those invitations, and I'm telling you, I don't know if it's my age, if I'm making it more romantic, idealist, but I cannot tell you the evangelistic conviction I used to feel in churches. I don't feel it as much in churches today. We're so busy telling everybody they're okay. It's okay to be dysfunctional. And all we're trying to do is patch up all the symptoms of sin and never say, you're a sinner. You need Christ and Christ will change you. If you lose your marriage and you gain Christ, you're rich. You might lose family. You might lose health. You might lose wealth. But to gain one Christ is worth a thousand worlds. And we used to preach, come to Christ. You're a sinner. Come to Christ. And my, I would go home and I would get, I'd reminisce on my bed and say, I got through another invitation without giving in. Has anyone ever resisted an altar call? Anybody? I mean, you've got to work at it. When the Spirit is working, I, I feel God wooing me. And I want you. Come, you little punk. Come. I'll turn a punk, not into a pumpkin, but into a son. And I, uh, Can you imagine a 14-year-old resisting God? I can't imagine that God would allow me that much liberty to resist him. I couldn't do that with my earthly father. He'd break my neck. But God tolerated my rejection and kept wooing, 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 convicting, convicting. One chance after another, one chance, one chance. And finally, he rent the veil. And I said, I'm loving my sin more than Jesus. I've had enough with sin. I'm running to Jesus. I'm lost. I'm miserable in my sin. Why would I not run to Jesus who offers rest? And I thank God I'm having. Are you saved? Why are you so miserable? You name it, but you maybe be miserable in spirit. It might be because you raised your hand at some camp and you said, that's when I got saved. I wouldn't count on it. You say, well, I came forward in this church. Well, I wouldn't count on it. Well, I was baptized. I wouldn't count on it. 
Do you know Jesus? Have you trusted him? Or are you lost but on the rolls of this church? That's why we don't push a lot of membership. We want you to join if you want. But it won't save you. We only want saved people. Let's say, I will follow Jesus. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard, the ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules. As we conclude our time together today, we would invite you to contact us if you have questions, comments about the broadcast. Maybe you have a question about your own walk and relationship with the Lord or a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch with us today. By the way, men, we would invite you to join us for our Valley Bible Church Men's Conference, Walking to Win. You know, life is a journey, and how you get through it matters. Abiding in Him makes all the difference in the world. This series will be taken from John chapter 15, and again, the conference is called Walking to Win. It's Friday, March 9th. Check in at 5.30, and Saturday, March 10th, with breakfast at 8 a.m. The price includes dinner Friday evening, breakfast, and lunch on Saturday, and each attendee's packet will include a free book that will be useful on your journey, a DVD, conference booklet, pen, and snacks. Again, that's Friday, March 9th, and Saturday, March 10th. The early bird special is $45 until the end of this month. After that, It's $60 a person, $30 for Saturday only. For information, simply stop by our website or give us a call, 855-833-9864, or write to us. Our address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. And that website, once again, Truth For Today Radio. It is a pleasure spending time with you in God's Word. We trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.